Welcome everyone to episode 16. It's the Naked Vocalist podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was smoking. Yeah, that was like that. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Or, or wherever you are, whatever time it is. Good point. No? Let's be inclusive of all For us, though, it's 20 to 7 on a Saturday night, waiting in a changing room of Wentworth Golf Club. <laughs> With waiters coming in and out, actually. <laughs> so if you hear any noise, don't panic. Rather than, rather than postpone this, we thought we would just deal with the situation and bring it to you anyway. <laughs> and that is why we have got... Our intro guy of the day, here with us. He's rubbing his eyes like he's really tired. Or <laughs> struggling with hay fever. You should be pantless. <laughs> struggling with hay. Are you? Are yeah. you suffering? Yeah, it's really bad this year. Very, very bad. It's worst year yet. Mm. Cool. I'm sure there's people out there that will sympathise you, but can we move on from that? Yeah, that's right. It's not really what the podcast's about, <laughs> well, is it? it could be, actually. I've just thought of a link. Um, a lot of people suffer from hay fever voices. Mm-hmm. Does, are you I, suffering this year? I mean, we, did, we're just about to go on stage in about two hours. Hopefully not. How does it affect your how voice? Does it affect you? I mean, how are you feeling though? How does it, oh, do you feel? God. It? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. You should do a, an episode on that. But <laughs> okay, at the yeah. moment, but you're good. Are you? I'm fine. Thank good. you. Good. Great. Can we move on? Are you? <coughs> good to have you, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro! What an introduction! <laughs> but Jack is Jack's a very talented young man um, of twenty one. One twenty one. And he is uh, with us at a gig. We're singing at a charity event. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack is also a wonderful pianist and all-round nice guy. Thanks, Chris. It's all right. Um, so today, on today's show, we have the Scott Allen interview, eagerly awaited, at least by us, and hopefully by some other people. Mm. Um, we went to see his show uh, a few weeks back at the Hippodrome in London, where we saw... He, him on piano with a bunch of singers that he'd also had come through. Was it through a Twitter competition? Yeah, yeah. Where he puts out on Twitter that um, he's coming to London and would people like to essentially audition via video um, to be selected to sing his songs at his shows. And that's how it goes down. Amongst a few other um, West End big names. Yeah, on that night... Especially the girl from Miss Saigon. Yeah, the new... Just walked straight off stage. And she was stunning, mm. can I just say. Vocally. Physically. In all senses. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both. All-encompassing. I, I don't know what she was like, though. What if she could be a terrible person? Oh, You okay. never know. See, yeah. She looked and sounded brilliant, but what if she's a complete, you know... Yeah. Well, I do say you can't have it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe she can't dance or something. There's always something bad. Steph probably can't cook. Did he? Did Do you he? Think so? Did he have a band with him then, or was he just on piano? Just on piano. I'll tell you what. Was that enough? Mm. Um, he did have a. He had a guitarist come on for two songs. The best thing for me was it's those kind of gigs where you just you can hear a pin drop on in a, on a lot of occasions. Just so justified. The music is beautiful. The performers are just living it. And you know that was interesting because the way he sold the tickets was. 
Um, he didn't announce any of the singers. So some of them would have been the competition winners, but a whole bunch of them were high-end West End stars. But everyone, oh, it sold out four nights in a row on the basis that everyone was just there, not because of the names that were going to be there, mm-hmm. potentially be there, but because the music was good. So, yeah, you know, you, you, you might be tempted to use a name to sell tickets, mightn't you, mm-hmm. if you were in that position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ollie Thompson, who's a, one of the best male vocalists on the West End, if you were to say that he was going to be there, mm-hmm. you may get more ticket sales, but the songs mm-hmm. speak for themselves, hence he sold out four nights in a row. So it was awesome. Yeah, it's funny, Jackie, we were just talking before we just kicked this off about your experience with Scott Allen and all, mm-hmm. all the stuff. Um, because for you, it was not a person that you've really um, paid a massive amount of attention to. But mm-hmm. just when we start speaking, then you're like, oh, that was him. Yeah. That was him. Yeah. And so he's kind of, he's factored into your life once or twice before, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, it kind of, uh, like you say, when you mentioned all of his songs, it kind of ticked all the boxes in my brain. I thought, that was that guy. Yeah, mm, and um, he is very popular in the UK. Amazing yeah. songs that just so good. Mm. I'll, t- I'll tell you, for me though, the whole experience and meeting him, it made me happy for humanity. With Scott, he is as raw and as authentic as you can get. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he is having perceived success for himself, people, would, people perceive he has success and he himself is doing what he wants to do based on the fact that he's being raw and natural and not being fake and, and, and thinking um, or being contrived at what he has to produce musically, mm-hmm. it's just a brilliant thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's doing what he wants. Exactly. And if it does well, it does well. Mm. You know, if it doesn't, then I don't think he really cares. Mm. I think he just cares about being true. And that's the thing, this, this, this interview, everyone will hear that he's had a, you know, he's, he's had some things in his life which aren't, um, all rosy mm-hmm. and it's really added to everything that he's done and it's, it's really apparent in his music yeah and, and what also gets me if you know for artists to take away about the interview is he does talk a lot about how he funded the albums mm. and how much you have to graft your nuts off if you want to release something of high quality without getting yourself into a crap load of debt mm. um, without being signed you know so he didn't just get lucky. No, he he spent he spent eighty thousand dollars on his first album that he actually saved and paid for by working day and night in jobs. Wow, which is a great story. So you know, to, for artists out there who are looking to do something with their music, you know, if it's I not if it's not being handed to you, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. Yeah, but you know, if it's not being handed to you on a plate, you have to go and you have to go and get it. Yeah. And, and he went and did that, and fortunately, he hooked up with some. West End stars who were at the start of their career and Broadway and got them to sing on the tracks and you know when their careers took off that kind of they all went together Mm -hmm. they sung his songs and then they all shared in the success so that's kind of how it went for him but um, that could give some people out there some really good ideas especially Mm. songwriters but but so it's a great interview for on many levels advice inspirational all that kind of stuff but do you have some news about your ongoing projects? Yeah, very quickly. I'm going to be in Derby on the 13th of July. Cheers. Is that it? I better not leave it there. Can you, can you expand? Does, um, I might have mentioned in the past about Tempo, the organisation that I've set up with psychologist, social worker and, um, and other teen teacher. And it's about mental health, supporting mental health, recovery, um, loads of research gone. It's been brilliant. The past six months have been awesome. It's gathering pace as we speak. And in fact, we are doing a, a kind of mini tour of Derby 
um, within 48 hours um, in July. And it's just about throwing out there and saying, if anybody's in Derby, any musical people who listen to this podcast that feel, for me, it's about, do, you know, is there anybody out there that wants to kind of witness change or have influence on people, positive development, and they like the sound of using music to do that, then just get in touch with me. Or the, the Tempo website's just being developed, but if you look on the Facebook page, forward slash Tempo Wellbeing, um, you'll find all the info on there coming up about the website and, and, all, and, every, and all the information letting people know about how they can get involved and what it's all about. Um, keep in touch or just get in touch with me and I can, I can let you know. But it's just about anybody that feels that they want to get involved can help or, or it just sounds like something they want to get involved in. Cool. Awesome, man. Cool. Great stuff. Jack, do you have any news? Um, do I have any news? Um, no, I don't. Great, and that is good news, I think, isn't it? <laughs> what about you? Because Jack can witter. You can witter. Yeah, I can, I can talk a bit, but no, there's no news. I will say I'm very excited to be here today and very excited to go on stage and do a set with you guys. Oh, oh. Jack, and we're excited to have you. I can't wait to see how this pans out. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a lot of looks tonight. It's your bit now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, f- for some professional singers out there, you might know the term winging it. <laughs> Um, which is sometimes what you have to do when when sickness strikes your band camp. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be amazingly professional, aren't we? Is that what we're supposed to be? Hey, listen, we were on time. Yep. We were a man down with a dep. <laughs> you, you do the math. <laughs> but at the end of the day, guys, if you do a good job... The show the, must go on. And the client was happy, so that's fine, is that isn't the it? Same, is that the same... Is that, I don't know, but same. it all comes out in the wash, is, is another term I quite <laughs> and like to say. <laughs> Off the cuff. Off the cuff, yeah. And you know what? Some of the best moments are organic mm. uh, in this situation, so if it's too planned, it won't be as good. We might find something tonight which we've never discovered before. Uh, totally. It's a new chemistry. Yeah, Should we high five to that? All right. That's awkward. Think, right. think about us, people. Think about us doing have this. Have you got anything to say? I have nothing to say apart from I'm just so excited about this interview. It was an awesome show. It's a great interview. So please enjoy it. And if you have any any questions about anything, then please reach out to us at tnvquestions at gmail.com for an email address. Or just slap it on the Facebook page forward slash tnvquestions. But enjoy the interview. So we would like to welcome Scott Allen. Can't believe it, actually, that we're in the same room. Mm. I'm excited to be here, too. Oh, blimey. You guys are fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. That started, started well, that, isn't it? I know. I actually wish this was like a shirtless type of interview, but whatever. You it it may turn happy. out that way halfway through. I honestly would be very happy. Uh, yeah. let, we'll lead everyone to believe that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean to say it did it, happen. It, it, did it did happen. It did. That's how it started, at least, yeah. <laughs> So, if, for anybody who doesn't know, Scott is a really accomplished songwriter with most of the, uh, or a lot of elite musical theatre vocalists queuing up to sing your songs. Um, your first song, Kiss the Air, kicked off your writing career. Yeah. And five successful albums later, here you are with here us. Um, it's all come crashing down now, isn't it? Yeah, honoured to be here, guys. Thank you so much <laughs> for inviting me. And um, you've just released your new album, Anything Worth Holding On To. I did. How excited are you about that? I'm not. No, you know what it is? It's the, the best feeling that one could possibly have. The, my past albums, there was so much expectation when you release a CD. Um, for me, I have to raise so much money. I don't believe in the Kickstarter way not to 
to fear anyone who does do the Kickstarter world. Uh, but I believe in working to your goals, and I've worked many, many jobs to afford the lifestyle of releasing albums. And within that, to have vocalists and to make a presentation is to put a full orchestra together. You know, my uh, prior to the live album at Birdland, the CD before that was a 45-piece orchestra. So wow. that's an $80,000 album. Holy cow. This, yeah, and that was all from my, my bank account. Watch me This new album, uh, it actually started uh, because I started working on a brand new album and I had uh, enlisted incredible vocalists from the pop world that were around during the 80s and the 90s uh, to come and sing some of my work, like Taylor Dane. I don't know if you guys know her at all. Recognize the name. Yeah, uh, Love Will Lead You Back, I'll Be Your Shelter. Um, one of the best uh, vocalists in the late 80s, Grammy Award winner, four number one hits. Amazing. Um, and then I got Trey Lorenz, who was the... Trey, he Trey, featured on Mariah's Mariah so I'll be there. Uh, Shanice uh, Wilson, who uh, is a very well-known vocalist, who sang um, I Love Your Smile, which yeah. was the number one hit back in the 90s. And in the UK, too. Uh, oh, yes. Big, big record of it. She was just called Shanice then. Wasn't she, she was, Shanice. Yes. Yeah, she goes by Shanice Wilson now, but she does a lot of background vocalists for Babyface. Um, and I got John Robinson, who is the one of the lead vocalists from in Vogue. Um, wow. She was the one that actually left the group after the third album. Doing Lucy Pearl. Did she do she Lucy Pearl? What a cracking what band a, that was. What a good memory Don't you lose have. Oh, oh my god. Jukebox. Absolute jukebox. I'm like that. I'm, that's I'm a good. I know. You know what the funny part about Don Robinson is? I used to work for this guy, Ricky Minor. He was uh, the musical director um, on American Idol and for uh, Jay Leno for a very long period of time. And uh, we were doing this concert. It was called uh, Celebration of Black Music. Uh, and they weren't a part of it, but uh, we were working with Tony Braxton at the time. And I, I love Tony, but I sort of was like, are you going to your room? And Lucy Pearl was rehearsing in the studio next to us. And the two guys that are the leads with her. Is it Raphael Sadiq? Yes. So good. You. Um, she didn't show up on time. And there was a blowout. And I was sitting next to Katie Lang, barefoot, by the way. She was totally, it was just the most random thing. You like look around and you're like, what the fuck is my life? Um, <laughs> is it okay if I curse on this? Of course. Yeah. Totally yeah. And um, she walked in and they were having a huge fight. But I was just like, that's Tom this Robinson. Is so because I grew up on In Vogue. I mean, that was like a part of my history. I grew up loving that world of David Foster and Diane Warren and Walter Afanasiev, you know, those songwriters. So I sort of followed those structures, you know, and they I worked with Diane and so for me it's like anyone that worked with songwriters that I really immortalize in my own mind you know I couldn't help but sort of constitute them as a part of my childhood yeah, and exactly. so for the album I really wanted to start working on that world so we had recorded with Taylor Dane we were starting to get into the studio with Trey 
And um, and then there was this girl Pia Toscano who was on American Idol uh, two two years ago. I, there's a whole list I can't remember everyone, but uh, all of a sudden I was adding up the budget and it was coming out to a hundred thousand dollars because I was using the best of the best producers that I'd never worked with. Oh, Mark Broussard was going to do this album. He's as a well. great singer, too. great singer. Um, and so I was starting to build up the album. It was really expensive, and I was like, if I'm going to do this right, I've got to save up the money properly and uh that sort of well, not slap that. it on the credit card i don't want to slap could be tempting could it i can't well you know what it is tempting but that's again just not how i work I'd, I'd rather get a job at starbucks in the morning and uh do what i need to do to raise the money to make my life fulfilled because at the end of the day i listen to these cds and they're a history of my story and if i'm releasing something it has to be something that motivates other people to sort of get out of their own shells and um that's sort of how this anything worth holding on to came about. I just sort of started in the studio recording songs. We had a lot of mishaps that happened with it. I found this incredible uh, photograph by Logan Hicks, who's, uh, oh, I thought it was a photograph. It turned out to be an art piece um, that he actually painted. It's stunning. And um, from there, I just started recording this album of myself that I had never done before, because I'm not really a vocalist vocalist. And... Um, Asked my friend Shoshana Bean, uh, a lot of people know her from Wicked and Hairspray and her own albums. And uh, we got together and did this album and I released it and there's no expectation and I really didn't do any uh, marketing for it at all. And in my mind, it was, you know, a cheap project put together. It cost between five to $10,000, which awesome. was basically nothing. And... Um, you know, just put it out there and let the world do what they want with it. I haven't retweeted any comments oh, really? of people saying that they love it or haven't asked people to buy it, really. I've just sort of... Okay, let, organic. It's I right, want it yeah. to just live. If yeah. it's going to do well, let it do well, but let it do well for the people that need it. It's a, I, I just got out of a very deep, uh, severe depression in my life, and I wanted to leave a story in history about those four months that it took to start in that depression and actually get myself out of that depression. So wow. the entire album, go, it's eight songs, and it goes from the very beginning to the very end about what it feels like to be in a depression, to right. feel lost, to feel isolated, to not know if you want to get out of bed or, you know, even be a part of the day any longer. Um, and I knew that if I was going to do it, I had to be extremely honest very raw, let my my words and my music speak, and not care about my vocals. So the main thing was, don't pitch correct me, don't worry about perfection. The, uh, the second song on the album, Take Me Away, I mean, you hear me cracking all over the place, and I think it is so beautiful, because that's what I was feeling in the moment of singing it. Sure. You know, that's what was there. And I'd rather hear the rawness of it, you know, than to be part of the glee movement of having all these, you know, uh, pitched uh, vocals. Uh, yeah, it's to the just, point where it sounds robotic I, at That's times. not me, and I don't want it to be me. So it was really important to put something that was honest and a reflection of my life out there. And uh, the response has been just beautiful because it's people that have, you know, suffered depression and have written me. I got this beautiful, beautiful letter from someone who uh, said that that day that she got the album, she was about to take her life. And um, in an article that I wrote for BroadwayWorld.com, uh, in the actual article, I listed a few numbers for people to call. And she said, I called one of the numbers and I'm 
going to admit myself into a hospital now. Um, and I just wanted to write you as I actually take a cab there right now and let you know that you just basically saved my life. And to me, that's all that matters. That's what's worth it. So I string along the days together Wishing I could fade away forever I'm in pain I'm in pain There's a void where once my heart was found There's now silence where there once was sound I just need to find my way out of this pain. Well, yeah. that's the hell of a thing. I was going to kind of lead you yeah, into I'm what gonna, you wanted to talk yeah, about. I was, gonna, yeah. I, was, I was fascinated last night because when you introduced the, the track, anything worth a yeah. yeah. I mean, you mentioned then that you've been really open about the depression, depression yeah. and and some of the struggles in your life, and and. Um, I mean that that kind of leads on to it really there that it should, I mean for you music has that helped you through all of these troubles in your life and do you feel I mean like you said that lady contacted yeah. you then that's a prime example of somebody being helped by your music completely I mean is that is it been a massive drive has it been the one thing in your life that stayed stable and, and helped you through everything we all need therapy you know it's interesting I think my work works best here in England because a lot of families are guarded you know you don't wake up always with the I love you, hug me, let's talk about your day, how are you emotionally feeling. My music is therapy for a lot of people here, but it's therapy for me. And the reason it becomes therapy for them is because I sit down on the piano and I write. When I write a song, I normally write a song within three minutes and it's done. That's it. It's, it's three minutes of my time and I record myself and I, you know, listen back, write down the lyrics that I wrote, and normally that's the song, that's the end of it. Um, Anything Worth Holding On To was the only song that's ever taken me a longer period of time. It took me about four to six months to write it. I finished the entire song except for like the last three, four uh, phrases. They just weren't fitting properly. I took myself, uh, I, I never go away on vacation, ever. I My money just goes towards my albums. That's And literally when I say I've worked my ass off, I mean, you know, I was working at Starbucks at 3.30 in the morning, then heading to another job as a waiter, then heading to a bartending job, shirtless, mind you, um, until three o'clock in the morning. And then from there, I would go back to Starbucks and do that for an entire year just to put out the first album. Holy cow. Uh, and yeah. shirtless is because you get paid more for that, right? Very much You've so. You've got to make those hours count. Oh, you? yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> um, but you know what? At the end of the day, you have to know what your specialty is. By the way, you're, the radio interview, you're hearing the incredible John Owen Jones, the longest-running Phantom of the Opera and the longest-running Jean Valjean ever singing and rehearsing. So if they pick up on this, it's actually a real blessing that you're getting the opportunity to hear someone of well, that legendary status. We're not going to we'll tell ch- them. We'll, no, we'll charge the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's make some money for the next album, Mom, shall we? I would love to. Uh, you know what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. I would love to. But yeah, my music to me is therapy. I can't... I can't write unless I'm feeling therapeutic. I can't write unless I feel like I have something to say. And I think that comes across in the music, and I hope it does. Oh, 100%.
we noticed actually from being in the concert last night yeah. that you are all about being in the moment. When yeah. somebody needs lyrics, you're like, hell no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is going to wreck it. Yeah, you know. And, and I completely understand that. So what, what is it with that for you? I'd rather people make up their own lyric. You hear him in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather uh, have uh, someone make up the lyric that means something to them than to be stuck into a page. Because when you're stuck into a page, you're not emotionally connecting. Mm -hmm. For me, it's about sort of branching into your own history of your life and reflecting upon that to sing a song. For me, you are not a singer unless you walk away from the song that you just sung and feel like you just sort of released therapy within your life. And yeah. if you didn't feel that way, then unfortunately, you didn't just sing. If you didn't walk away and feel like, oh, wow, I just broke down the barriers of something within my own life, you weren't singing. No, you, know, you, just, you, you just put together a series of notes. Essentially, is but it? singing is, a, yeah, like saying, singing is connected. much different. Singing is feeling, singing is tingling. I know when I write a great song because I cry when I'm writing it, you know, and that's just the reality of it. Um, and I think it's really important for singers to sort of do the exact same thing and uh, be able to walk over the stage. The best performers that you can work with are the ones that say that show was exhausting why was it exhausting because I put my entire life into that show yeah, yeah. I didn't just put my character into it I had to put myself into the character I had to be that character and reflect upon my childhood my abuse my sadness and you know it's interesting with my depression because for me for a very long period of time I saw it as my downfall would anyone ever love me would anyone ever want to be in a relationship with me because I have to take antidepressants you know now I see it as my blessing because it's my story and my story has led me to today and from today on I get to put that into my music and if you're able to sort of find the celebration and the honor of what has been placed into your life then use that as a reflection upon what your work needs to be standing for. When the life you had planned slowly slips through your hands when it feels like you just slept through all the best years of your life When you can't find your way When each day ends the same When you've lost that fight inside of you Is there anything worth holding on to? You know, earlier you mentioned great songs Yeah by the way, and I just want to... I have a feeling this is going to be the greatest of time. <laughs> so we did a little game earlier, yeah. listeners, which was um, take the name of a song, and we chose the name You've Had Your Cake. We made this up. Yes. And so we all wrote two lines. Yeah, where's the key? You've had your cake. That's the chorus. Yes. Um, uh, you, you all write two lines... Interpreting. You're looking at it. You're looking at the lyrics. Already. I know. I know. It's putting you're me cheating. off. You're it's, cheating. It's putting me off. I'm going to read it out. You all write. You write two lines. Yeah. Um, interpreting. You've had your cake in your yeah. own mind. In isolation, we can't see each other's lines, and no. we just put it together. So, so just to get clarity here. You went first. I went first. Scott went second. Okay. Went someone's first. knocking very quickly, but it might be someone great. Yes, please. We're in a radio interview, but come in. Can we interrupt? Well, yeah, we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Okay. They're okay. Okay. Yeah. So you have, you've had your cake goes like this. Yes. Three layers of sweetness Ooh, pulled the wool over my eyes. Ooh, I love that. Who was I, that? That was me. Oh my God, that's really I, free. I, I am welling up. Three uh, layers of sweetness. Please, God. 
Put the. I want to read this. Go right. for it, Scott. Scott, it's taking over. Three, oh yeah, I can't read your fucking. <laughs> Three layers of sweetness pull the wool over my eyes. I have mixed the I have mixed the ingredients of my heart inside. That actually works. <laughs> you came at me all. You came at me all soft and chocolatey. That's got to be you, right? Thank you. And I gave it to you all. And I gave it to you all on your promise to me. Take down the rolling pin, smooth out the dough, and it's too much of time to walk out with these tears on my heart. You had your cake. Thank you I mean, so much. Come on, that is a hit song that Donna Summers would have sung. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she left her cake in the rain, so why not? Let's just go. About so this? I've got the solicitor outside. We can draw this up. Mm. Let's draw this up. Come on. Sign on the dotted line. Let's do it. Would you Incredible. sign up? Would you just sign would our song? Please? I would love to. You sign know that's going song. on the Facebook page for people to. Uh, <laughs> Apply for. Come on. <laughs> what do we have to do? We need, we, need, we need feature singers and 10 grand for an album. Come on. Here we, are. we have John Owen Jones outside, so let's just get him hooked up. So, Scott, when does your show start tonight? Is it one minute ago? Uh, it's, it, I think that's why they were knocking, because <laughs> I actually have to go so on. So, we are, we are seriously, seriously grateful for you giving us the time. Yeah, do you have one last question? Then I, it's fine if you do. It's, you know what? Actually, the only question we actually have left is yeah. um, uh, for people who don't know who you are and want to see more of your stuff, yes. where do they go? What do they do? Just go to my website, www.scottallen.net. Uh, you can find all my music there, sheet music and wonderful YouTube videos. And there's so um, much good music. And people. I want to say something else just on the side note, because I know you guys are wonderful vocalists and, and teachers. Um, I'm just one of wonderful amount of writers that are uh, starting out in this industry or emerging or up and coming or established that a lot of people really need to take notice of. They're incredible writers. I'm just one of those writers. Um, so with the exception of looking my stuff up, make sure that you also explore the incredible world of the musical theater world that has so much to offer uh, from the Adam Guans of the world to Brian Laudermilk and Kate Kerrigan to Joe O'Connor's um, look into those people because that's the future of what theatre has to hold great it's, it's amazing if, if, if they've had a recommendation from you then that clearly means something you know what I, I am a strong believer that there's no such thing as um competing against anyone no. in the industry. I've, I've said this many times. You can have me and, uh, I'll use David Foster as an example, put David Foster and I in a room, give us the same chords, give us the same notes, give us the same lyrics, give us the same melody, it still will come out a different song because we both have different stories to tell, yeah. no matter what. So why compete with someone when they're not going to have the same story as you anyway? It goes the same thing for a vocalist. Yes, you could see someone and be like, oh my God, they're, they're going to be my competition quote-unquote, in an audition. But your story, if they want your story, you're going to land the job. If they want the other person's story, they will land the job. So you just be true to yourself, and that be will appeal to, to the right people. 100%. I like what you say. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so Enjoy much. the show. Thank, Thank you. you. There he goes. Off he goes to his show. It's not live. That was weeks ago. <laughs> That's crazy, because you tricked me then. <laughs> Did you think? Yeah, Wished him luck and everything, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. But in fact, we are sat in the same change room in Wentworth. People knocking on the doors that we've locked. We've accident. Jack, did you lock it? Yeah, I did by accident. And uh, there's people yanking on the doorknob <laughs> uh, trying to get in. So we are because this is an entire change room in Wentworth. So I'm pretty sure the members who pay 
probably pay about 10,000 a year to... Entitled to our studio. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but, uh, but there you have it. Yeah, that was a great interview. If you have any thoughts about it, please do get in touch. But, um, but as we have Jack here, mm. uh, we have asked Jack to provide the YouTube pick of the week. Jack, would you like to intro this piece? Well, when you asked me um, to give you a funny YouTube video or a YouTube video that I'm watching, um, obviously I was going to give you, like, you know, dogs dancing to push it or something, because that's what I watch. Um, Funny stuff. But then Chris said it has to be musical. Um, So I thought I'd meet in the middle, and uh, there's this musical kind of intro to a movie, and there's an orchestra that play it, and uh, fail hugely. So um, it just, it brightens up my day, really. And it brightened up my day. Can I just say before you watch this though, because I know we all have different, different humour, different mm. levels of humour. And I know that, like, I mean, obviously, Jack, you love it, for, you know, for some reason. And Chris, you, you've got an ability to uh, get involved in whatever it is that um, is funny. Like, you go really deep into it. I know how your mind works. And you can really, you find it easy to get involved in that humour. For me, I find it a little more difficult. But I would say <laughs> that... <laughs> The diplomacy. Yeah, the most <laughs> diplomatic way of saying, I don't like this video. Yeah. I'm not going to endorse it. Yeah, but you guys have fun if you want it. No, but, oh, no, but listen to it all because, as you said, and that's what made me think about it, Chris, is that um, somebody's actually playing that <laughs> and it goes on for an awkwardly amount. Um, it's, the, it's the very end bit that yeah. has no melody. I mean, the rest of it is, the melody's pretty ruined, but there's the end bit. And there was, a, there was a series called Brass Eye years ago, which was like a mock news programme. Mm. And you know news programmes go, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, like that at the start. Yeah. But on their one, they would do that for an uncomfortably long <laughs> amount of time. Like about 30 seconds where it actually makes you laugh and go, oh my God, stop. And that end bit reminded me yeah. of that moment where it's like, and, and by the way, don't watch the, don't listen to this if you're just about to go to bed. Yeah. Because I think this might, this might ruin a heart rate. Mm. <laughs> this one. It's not going to settle you down, is it? It's going to put you all out of whack. <laughs> <laughs> Screw right. a circadian rhythm oh. with this one. So, uh, so enjoy it. Thanks, Jack. Let's, let's play it for you guys. And that's what Jack spends his days. It's bad, isn't it? So, yeah. so can I just ask Jack, do you spend your day at work <laughs> uh, watching those? Yeah. Headphones on um, normally works, but um, yeah, it's pretty dreadful, isn't it? It's quite dreadful. Yeah. What, your life or? <laughs> uh, your, your, your job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that video. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll put uh, we'll put as always we put a link to that in the show notes if if for any god unknown reason you'd want to watch that again. <laughs> so uh, but if not then please do tune in uh, for our next episode which I could safely say is going to be Joshua Alamu. 
Can you safely say that? I was going to say, it didn't sound very safe. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to safely say that. Josh is a very busy man and he travels yeah. a lot. And uh, I know he's been keen to come on the show and um, it's been difficult hooking up and getting mutually agreeable times. But this time... It's going to happen. I think we've solved it. And Josh is going to talk to us about um, artist development, um, which is one of his many areas of expertise. Many. many. So, so tune in for the next show. Um, some of you may have heard of him. He's released a book recently called Mad About Vocal Style. So uh, he will be our next show in two weeks' time. So please tune in. In the meantime, please share this. Please share Jack's videos. Your friends <laughs> might want to watch them. <laughs> Probably not. But um, When you say Jack's video, I'm not playing on that. That isn't my <laughs> band or orchestra. You can share it, but it's not going to change my life. Yeah, don't, don't tag me. <laughs> <laughs> For now, again, the sun is still shining. Enjoy that. Take it easy. God bless you. See you later.